This episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Taskin, the first name in ultra-stylish, premium-quality travel gear, like the exquisitely designed Taskin 1 expandable backpack. With nine practical variations, the Taskin 1 is always the right size for wherever life takes you next. Save 30% on your next purchase when you use the promo code R&R Take 30. That's R&R Take 30 at TaskinSF.com. Next up on an all-new Rick and Rick. Hut, hut, hike. Super Bowl 58 is the knee. And that means it's time for our Rick and Rick play-by-play on Ad Bowl 2024. That's right. We're here with all the marketing touchdowns, turnovers, and two-point conversions. And all the field goals, fumbles, interceptions, and blitzes. Delivered to you in a special pigskin edition of Rick and Rick Loaded Questions. And it all starts right here, right now. On the one show where everybody's ready for Rick Off. And everybody rules the world. Wow! As hard as it may be to believe it is once again time for our annual Super Bowl episode where the Ricks hit rewind on the advertising industry's biggest day of the year. I'm Rick Matheson, and I am joined, as always, by the Brock to my Purdy, the Travis to my Kelsey, the Bacon Cheddar to my Cheese Whiz, Rick Wooten. How the hell are you, Rick? You know, I'm uh, I'm a little suffering right now. You know, I just finished watching the big game, and uh, unfortunately, it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. Uh, Although, I will say, it was a good game. It was a good game. So, I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah, so Rick and Rick are coming to you from the San Francisco Bay Area, so we did have a dog in this hunt. It was a great game. I like the Chiefs too, but you know we were rooting for our hometown team here, and final clutches in overtime, the Chiefs were victorious over the San Francisco 49ers. So it was a bitter pill to swallow in the very end because we were this close to winning, but a very good game. Yeah, as much as a 49ers fan as I am, I, I do have to admit that uh, the Chiefs played well and the Swifties pulled it out in the end. Dang it. Well, it happens, and that's what makes the these things exciting. My jaws were clenched by the very end. <laughs> also, I should mention, because there is a reason why the show is called Rick and Rick Rule the World, we are going to assume that our international listeners are aware that we are talking about United States football, not the game that is far more logically known as football everywhere else around the world. This was Super Bowl LVIII, <laughs> the Roman numerals <laughs> for 58. And just as in Ad Bowl's past, we are celebrating with a gridiron edition of Rick and Rick Loaded Questions. This is our multiple choice quiz game that you can play from home or wherever you enjoy this podcast. Okay, well, Rick Wooten, are you ready for Super Bowl 58 edition of Rick and Rick Loaded Questions? I'm ready to go. All right, well, question number one. In a spot from San Francisco-based Goodby Silverstein and Partners, Aubrey Plaza and Nick Offerman are having a blast thanks to A, Phillips Laxative, B, Depends Undergarments, C, Mountain Dew, or D, Extra Strength Colon Blow. Aubrey Plaza and Nick Offerman are having a blast thanks to which of these brands? Wow, I wish it was D, but the the answer is Mountain Dew, C. You are correct. So this is commercial for Mountain Dew for its Baja Blast brand. It features Aubrey Plaza and her Parks and Rec co-star Nick Offerman as they deadpan their way through an effort to contain their enthusiasm. Now, side note, Rick, this spot will get to one of the major themes that I think we're going to want to talk about. If one celebrity is good, then more must be better. And we saw several spots actually stuffed with celebrities this year. Like obviously, you know that Aubrey Plaza starred in this commercial for Mountain Dew. Do you know what the tagline is? Is it A, do the do, B, hello sunshine, hello Mountain Dew, C, having a blast, or D, Yahoo Mountain Dew? I believe it is C, having a blast. You are correct. Now, but here's the fun thing. Every one of those was really one of their taglines uh, through history. Oh, yeah. You know, the do the do was the one that I think we grew up with. So we saw that one quite a bit. Yeah. Yahoo Mountain Dew played a big role for a while. I think that had a pretty good run. And then Hello Sunshine, Hello Mountain Dew also did. 
All right, next question. In addition to cramming multiple celebrities into a single spot, another theme in this year's Super Bowl advertising was definitely the 1980s. A good case in point were separate spots from Nerds Candy and T-Mobile, both spoofing which of these hit songs from 1983. A, Hip to be Square from Huey Lewis and the News. B, What a Feeling from Irene Cara. C, Burning Down the House from Talking Heads. D, 99 Luft Balloons from Nina. Or E, You're the Reason Our Kids Are So Ugly from Conway Twitty and Loretta Lynn. Both Nerds Candies and T-Mobile have separate Super Bowl spots featuring which of these hits from 1983? I I believe it was What a Feeling. You are correct. The musical Flashdance was in two separate commercials from two separate brands. Irene Cara's What a Feeling from the movie. In the Nerd Spot from Digitus Chicago, TikTok phenom and musical artist Addison Rae stars as a dance teacher who's kind of munching on nerds gummy clusters, which apparently she does in real life, as she choreographs a dance to that song. And the T-Mobile spot, I think it's pronounced Panay Films, features Jason Momoa as he joins Zach Braff and Donald Faison from Scrubs to sing about T-Mobile home internet. And a fourth celebrity is thrown in for good measure when Jennifer Beals, the star of Flashdance, tells Momoa and his crew to do it again, but this time with their shirts off. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I I saw that one. That was, uh, it was almost a cringy commercial. It was, uh, it was definitely something. All right. Next question. Martin Scorsese directs and appears in Hello Down There, a spot about an alien invasion that nobody seems to notice for A, Preparation H, B, Squarespace, (laughs) C, Microsoft, or D, Quibi. Oscar-winning director Martin Scorsese directs and appears in a one and a half minute spot for which of these brands? Uh, Squarespace. You are correct. Oscar-winning director Martin Scorsese directs and appears in Hello Down There about an alien invasion that nobody seems to notice because they're too busy watching cat videos online. Now, viewers can be forgiven if they don't notice this commercial either, let alone the brand behind it. I mean, I zoned out on this. I literally rewound it twice to see what it was all about. It was produced in-house. It is a minute and a half long, so something like $21 million just for the airtime. 30-second spots were going for $7 million this year. And so I had to go see how it was related to Squarespace, and I got it at the end. It says uh, a website makes it real. Well, provided the viewer knows that Squarespace is a website building and hosting company, I think we're fine. But otherwise, I think they might have been like, okay, I don't know what that was all about. I totally agree. I totally agree. This was definitely not one of the more impressive ones. There was an e-commerce company that had three 30-second commercials. Do you know who that was? For this year? Yeah. E-commerce company. Yeah. Not Wix, was it? No, no. It was uh, uh, Timu. Oh, right. And uh, I was really surprised by this because they're kind of a, I don't know, a discount cheap, you know, center direct from China yeah. sort of e-commerce site. And I purposely don't order anything from there. The reviews generally are not been great. Yeah. But then I saw a commercial. I was like, oh, wow, they're going big. And then I saw another one. I'm like, whoa, that's 14 million. And then I saw a third one. And I don't know if they threw in the third one for free or whatever. But if not, that's $21 million they spent on Super Bowl ads. Yeah. When you said e-commerce, I was thinking of enablers, not a actual online retailer, but you're right. Timu is like a Chinese fast fashion brand, and it's got retailers in the U.S. a little worried because it is aggressively low price and probably junk. Totally. (laughs) They're all over the place. They're all over X and other social media platforms, too. Yeah, no, I can't can't scroll through Facebook without getting an ad from them, and everything I've read from the reviews is, you know, you're getting what you pay for. Yeah. 
I think on the commercial they were advertising like a skateboard for ten dollars or something like that. So yeah. Anyways, I, I just yeah. I just thought that was interesting to the point that you're making. They're going hard. I mean, three commercials and one Super Bowl. I mean, that's crazy. Question number four. Amid a slew of other bowl spots promoting CPG brands, Chris Pratt grows a handlebar mustache and instantly bears an uncanny resemblance to a Chris Kringle, B Super Mario, C Chris Pringles, D Geraldo Rivera, or E Marjorie Taylor Green. Chris Pratt grows a handlebar mustache and instantly bears an uncanny resemblance to whom? Wow. You remember, I think it was last year, it might have been the year before, where I got all the way to the end of the commercial without realizing it was the guy from the Seinfeld show. Oh, yes. Jason Alexander. Yeah. So apparently, I didn't notice this was Chris Pratt. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But I do remember the commercial. And it's uh, the Pringles guy, the kind like Pringles can. You are correct, yes. <laughs> and it is a funny spot. But that's funny that you didn't even recognize that as Chris Pratt. I think it's context for you. When these character actors are out of context, you're maybe not dialing on who they are immediately. It's, I guess that's fair. I know, it's bizarre. I mean, I, the thing I'm usually really good at is recognizing people's voices. I didn't pick up on him at all. So that was uh, that was pretty awesome. I get to go back and rewatch that one. All right, next question. In a spot called Talking Like Walkin', Christopher Walken endures horrifying impressions of himself in a spot for a squarespace b rick and rick rule the world c bmw or d x lax christopher <laughs> is talking like walking for which of these brands it was bmw you are correct it is another spot created by san francisco based good big silverstein and partners where a guy named walken does a lot of driving in an all-electric bmw i5 along the way he endures an endless stream of people mimicking walken's talking now what's perfect about this is walken's reactions they are just perfect they made me laugh every time and of course one celebrity isn't enough so they threw usher in at the very end i gotta tell you i thought this was a great spot until the last moment i felt like cramming usher in made the spot fall flat at the very end otherwise i really like this and, and from a messaging perspective with walk-in remarking about the bmw i5 you know the rest are just imitations of the ultimate driving machine i thought was great messaging yeah yeah no no i i, I felt the same way i get why they threw usher in because he was doing the super bowl halftime mm-hmm. but I, I agree with you i don't think it really worked all right well when we come back we'll continue our super bowl 58 edition of rick and rick loaded questions so don't touch that dial hey rick and rick nation don't forget to check out our website at rickandrick.com it's double the rick in just one click at rickandrick.com and welcome back to rick and rick rule the world with rick matheson and rick Guten as we continue our super bowl 58 sized round of loaded questions Right. Next question. Bud Light returns to the Super Bowl with a set of commercials about a group of friends who unexpectedly unleash A, the Kraken, B, liquid ass, C, Christopher Walken, (laughs) D, a genie in a bottle, or E, Dylan Mulvaney. Bud Light returns to the Super Bowl with commercials about a group of friends who unexpectedly unleash whom? As much as I wish it was the Kraken, it was a genie in the bottle. You are correct. I think you've gotten every question right. So Bud Light returns to the Super Bowl, still in recovery mode after controversy surrounding the promotion with trans online influencer Dylan Mulvaney last year. Its strategy was to ditch the trans influencers in exchange for a genie in a bottle. The spots from the team at Anomaly do 
of course, feature celebrities, including Post Malone, Peyton Manning, Dana White, and others. These are good spots, but uh, I was a little surprised that it was a genie. Yeah, yeah, I was as well. And I, I feel like we've seen genie commercials in the past through the Super Bowl ads, but I thought this one was, was interesting and fairly well done. It was good. Okay, next question. Young actors Danny Ramirez and Jenna Ortega run into trouble by coming between a pair of brand mascots and A, an uncanny can of Pringles, B, the last bag of Doritos Dynamites, C, the last jar of Hellman's Mayonnaise, D, an ice-cold Poppy Cola, or E, Chris Jenner's Twisted Cookies. Danny Romero <laughs> and Jenna Ortega come between a pair of brand mascots and what? You might have me stumped on this one because wasn't she in a, a commercial with two old ladies and it was Doritos? You are correct. So what do they call the? Would you call it the Dorito Diamites? Dynamites. Dynamites. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. No. That that was awesome. And the like, uh, she called them grandmas. Yes. Abuelas. And it was awesome. They had like these ninja powers. Like, what did they grab? They grabbed like a scooter, like, and then zip down a line to fly through the air to knock him down and take the bag back. I mean, it was pretty cool. I thought it was. A great spot, and that was again, folks. San Francisco's could be Silverstein partners. All right, next question in a spot called Love Triangle featuring Ice Spice, another pair of brand mascots tell viewers that A, Despicable Me 4 is coming to a theater near you, B, the best way to make major life decisions is by twisting your cookies, C, it's time to see other sodas, or D, it's time to schedule your next Bermuda holiday at booking.com. A spot called Love Triangle tells viewers what I think it was B, I think it was the Oreo one, wasn't it? No, it was C, oh, it's time to God. see other sodas yeah so that was a tough one so this is a spot from vayner medium for pepsico's starry lemon lime drink where mascots lem and lime hang out with rapper ice spice as she deals with an x and it's another brand of lyman their message it's time to see other sodas i i know which one you're talking about now and it was kind of interesting because i swear the t-shirt which was blurred out of the x it looked like it said seven up to me and so i think they were kind of taking a shot at them probably was yeah Next question. In a spot for Uber Eats, Jennifer Aniston forgets, A, that she was ever in the horror movie Leprechaun, B, was ever on the TV show Friends, C, how many pieces of flair she needs in Office Space, or D, <laughs> forgot the dog's name on Marley and Me. In a spot for Uber Eats, Jennifer Aniston forgets what? She uh, she forgot that she was on Friends. Yes, and it was a part of a series of spots. I didn't catch which agency, but there are spots, one with Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer, where she's telling an assistant, in order to remember something, you have to sort of let some memory go so you can create space in your mind. And then David sees her on the lot and goes up, say hi, and she has no idea who he is. In another, we have David and Victoria Beckham, and they are trying to remember the name of the music group that she was part of. And at one point, they're like, was it Pepper Girls? No, that's ridiculous. That's right. And then halftime performer Usher had a spot as well where he says, oh, I'd love to perform Super Bowl halftime someday. And his friends look at him like, what are you talking about? You just did. The message was to make sure that people don't forget that Uber Eats will deliver, quote, almost, almost anything. So I don't know if that means beyond food or for other things. I don't know. All right. We'll talk about themes and observations after this short break. So don't go anywhere. This episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Taskin, the first name in ultra-stylish, premium-quality travel gear, like the exquisitely designed Taskin One Expandable Backpack. With nine practical variations, the Taskin One is always the right size for wherever life takes you next. Save 30% on your next purchase when you use the promo code RNRTAKE30. That's R&R Take 30 at TaskinSF.com. And welcome back to Rick and Rick Rule the World with Rick Matheson and Rick Wooten and our big 2024 Super Bowl Rewind. 
rich, some themes. There was commercials crammed with celebrities. I felt a lot of times it was gratuitous. Other times it worked. Yeah. I felt like a lot of brands didn't have a whole lot to say. So they tried to like stack it with a bunch of celebrities in there just to catch your attention. You know, I, I just I just didn't feel, I mean, I can't think of any that I thought like, yeah, we really needed another celebrity in this. Like you mentioned. The... <laughs> what we really need in this spot is another celebrity. Yeah. And, and just felt like, you know, to a certain extent, it just kind of went too far. And, and, that's, and to your point, I mean, I think the trend this year was just, you know, stacking celebrities into commercials. Yeah. Like, you know, who would have thought Scrubs and Jason Momoa would go together? And I feel like that was one of the slightly more successful ones. And it, it was definitely a disconnect. I felt like the Tina Fey one for Booking.com with other cast members from 30 Rock was a little bit more successful. And then other ones when it was less like major star and then minor character actors. There was the one with Beyonce and Tony Hale for Verizon that I felt like that worked because even if you didn't know who Tony Hale was, it was a guy from Arrested Development. It worked, yeah. but it, it was interesting. I feel like every year that we've done this, and I think this is our fifth year, there's usually one spot that really stands out as spectacular to one of us. Yeah, you know, I think there were a couple that stood out for me. I thought the <laughs> the Eminem one was kind of fun, probably mostly because it had Scarlett Johansson in it. But, you know, I, I thought that one was was pretty good and it was kind of true to their traditional Eminem type of thing. So it didn't feel like it was forced. And this was peanut butter M&Ms. They yeah. were turning the peanut butter into diamonds for folks who hadn't won the biggest award. Correct. They were almost champions or something like that. Yeah, right, right. But then they were having them polished by the, the breath of people who were barely missed and they had a couple NFL folks up there and then Scarlett Johansson who was nominated but didn't win two Oscars and then of course you know somebody has to drop it at the end <laughs> in the same year. <laughs> I probably would have said the walk-in one for BMW was my favorite, except just by the very end, it kind of just fell flat for me. But uh, the one that I liked and I feel like I want to watch again, I only saw it once, was the one with Ben Affleck, J-Lo, Tom Brady, Matt Damon, and others for Duncan, where he's going to try to be on her next album by singing a song, you know, related to Dunkin' Donuts. And uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Damon's embarrassed to be there, and Tom Brady's supporting him and even playing some portion of the music. Then she goes, would you guys just leave? Oh, and Tom Brady, you can stay. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I have to say there was one that I thought worked, and it was very different than everything else that was out there, and it was almost a throwback to years past, and that was the Kia commercial. The commercial starts out with a little girl ice skating in a competition. Her dad is sitting in the in the seats, and there's an empty seat next to the dad. And so she looks up at the dad, and the dad looks down at the seat, and then they leave the competition. They're driving away in their Kia, and he's looking back at her, and he can see she's sad. So he hits something on the GPS and then drives off somewhere and they go up in these hills and there's snow and and they they get to this cabin in the woods and he parks his Kia, it's electric Kia, and hooks up some lights and there's a skating rink there oh. and she starts to skate and then up in the cabin is her grandpa who's in a wheelchair who couldn't make it to her performance. And so there was a couple of serious commercials, but this is the one that was kind of a tearjerker this year gotcha. that really kind of hit that emotional spot. And we haven't seen anything like this, I think, in, a, in the last couple of years, so. So it was nice to see this kind of return and see somebody doing something a little bit different. Yeah, I know. I felt like there was a dearth of that and I did not see that. So I'll definitely check that one out. 
One that seems to be getting a lot of favorable reviews was the Michael Sarah for CeraVe commercial. He's kind of pitching that he's the creator of CeraVe and stuff oh, like yeah. that in this ad. And it was clever and it was fun, but it felt like it was trying a little too hard. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm looking right now at Billboard posted their list and uh, their number one pick was Beyonce with Horizon. I liked it. I didn't love it. That's the one with Tony Hale. Their number two was the Jennifer Lopez for Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I like that one. That was a that was a pretty good one. And then and the last one was the Uber Eats one, Usher, Jelly Roll, and Victoria Beckham. I kind of get this. Awesome. Well, folks, let us hear your thoughts about the Super Bowl advertising we saw this year. And keep coming back for Rick and Rick, because next we're going to have our 2024 predictions episode, followed, believe it or not, by the season five finale of Rick and Rick Rule the World. Whoa! <laughs> followed by the season six premiere of Rick and Rick. So we definitely hope you'll be along with us for the ride. So Rick, before we head out, why don't you tell folks where they can find you online? Uh, the best way to get a hold of me is always uh, on Twitter or X. And I am at Wooten, at W-O-O-T-T-E-N. And how about yourself, Matheson? Same deal, at Rick Matheson on X. And of course, you can listen to archived episodes and learn more about Rick and Rick at rickandrick.com. Till next time, please stay safe, keep each other safe, and keep on coming back to the one show where everybody's name is Rick. And everybody rules the world. 